All right, welcome back everybody to another episode of a pinball podcast. Thank you guys so much for why are you laughing over there? Why why are you smiling? Don't I told you this is more important. My wife is over there trying to work right now. She's doing her work that makes money and she's interrupting my podcast. This is serious stuff, Monica. Podcast more important than career. You know this. Okay. Anyways. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you guys for being here. I really do appreciate it. She's still laughing. I'm going to ignore her. It is Friday. I am excited today because it is Friday. It is freezing cold outside right now. We had a, I guess an Arctic blast is what you would call it. Or maybe that hasn't even came through yet. But I went to bed last night and it was like 75, 80 degrees outside, it felt like. Wake up this morning, it's 38. That's Oklahoma for you, though. Anyhow, so... We're going to talk a little bit today about Guns N' Roses a little bit more, but not necessarily on the gameplay and all that. What I would like to discuss is the reaction that I've got from my previous podcast where I gave a hands-on review of the game. I was able to go and play it, and I gave my general opinions on what that game was. Now, you know, something interesting happened with this and it typically does happen whenever you're giving opinions on different games that are new this i've noticed that this is this happens a lot and i've seen it elsewhere before i even started doing podcasting but of course i'm experiencing it a little bit more when i get to interact with you guys out there right and here's the way that i want to really break this down my idea of being able to do this podcast is essentially me and you, the viewer or the listener, whoever it is, if you're listening right now, I want this to be as if we are at a bar, having a beer, sitting down and talking pinball. But obviously in this situation, you just aren't able to talk back immediately. But I enjoy interacting with people and hearing from you guys in the comments, in the emails, messages, whatever it could be. And the one thing that I really wanna tell everybody is whatever my opinions might be, and I said this before, it is not gospel. I'll tell you guys, I, I have an extraordinarily non-ego. That's like a extraordinary humble. Remember that, Monica? I'm extraordinarily humble. <laughs> no, I, what I'm getting at, guys, is I don't really have an ego on this thing. I don't feel like my opinion, just because I happen to have a microphone, just because I happen to have a camera, just because I happen to hit record, it doesn't necessarily mean my opinion has any more weight than what all of your guys' opinions are. And I feel like we can have differing opinions and they can both be right because it's based off what our experience is in pinball. What is our experience playing pinball? What experience are we having? There's a lot of variables that goes into this when we come to a decision on whether or not we like a game. And I'm never gonna fault anybody for not liking something that I like. You know, one of my favorite games of all time is sitting right behind me, Star Wars from Stern. And that has been panned by a lot of people as being something that didn't quite capture the spirit of Star Wars or wasn't as immersive as it could possibly be. It wasn't the world under glass. We've heard that said a lot. And I got to readily admit they're right, but I still enjoy the pen. So what I'm getting at guys is that we can have all kinds of different opinions on this and it's it doesn't invalidate anything i'm telling you guys i am there i got some emails 
that, and this was, this was kind of funny to me. I got some emails from people that are Jersey Jack fans that were really upset over my assessment of it. Even given a B minus, they were upset about that. And I, what I would just like to say to you guys, and if you're listening to this and you happen to be one of those people that was legitimately upset, I would say, look, the reality is, is just because I don't see something as a runaway hit and you do, does not invalidate your purchase. It doesn't, if you think it's a runaway hit, then that's where you need to go with it. That's your enjoyment level of it. And that is great. That is perfect. I should not have the power at all to take that away from you. And I don't because I am literally a nobody when it comes to pinball. I am a nobody. I, I told you guys this before. I'm just an idiot with a mic with an opinion and I enjoy conversing with you guys. Even if somebody disagrees with me, I enjoy it. I don't want to be in an echo chamber at all. I don't work like that. I don't want to be in an echo chamber to where everybody's just agreeing with me. I mean, if you do agree with me, great. We can talk about that and we can go a little deeper into it and we can find common ground. That's perfectly fine too. But I also got emails too from Stern fans that felt like I did, I wasn't critical enough. And it's like, guys, guys, it, it, and that, that shows you right there. And what I'm getting at is, is people will have different experiences on the same pinball machine, right? We'll all feel something a little bit different based on how do we perceive this theme? What has happened in our lives leading up to enjoying a certain theme, to enjoying a certain type of gameplay, to enjoying how the lights, how the sounds are, how whatever it is it could be within that machine, the design, whatever, anything, art, the whole, the whole package, right? And, you know, I know that also one of the critiques that, that I gave was that the multi-ball for me was a little too much. And some people interpret that as I hate multi-ball. I got that a little bit. I don't even know what that means. I, you know, here's the thing, guys. I like ice cream right now. I'm in my fat man mode. It's winter time. I need to work out. I need to shed some pounds. Like I'll readily admit that. Don't laugh again, Monica. I see you over there, <laughs> but I do. I, and so what I'm getting at is guys, I like ice cream, right? But I like a bowl of ice cream. I don't want to go eat the whole damn gallon of ice cream. After a while it's diminishing returns. And that's kind of the way that I view this. Now for some of you guys out there, you may want to eat the whole bowl of ice cream and that's, or the whole gallon of ice cream, the whole store. You may even just buy a freaking Baskin Robbins and that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. I, I think we should all enjoy pinball the way that we enjoy pinball period full stop. That's what it is. That's just the way I feel, you know? And when it comes to GNR, I do even, even though I feel like it's not game of the year. Again, my opinion, I feel like it's not game of the year. I still think though, that it is going to win game of the year. Like I still do. I, I don't see it's so popular for the majority of people and they sold so quickly and it got people so fired up. There's no denying that you can't, it's a factual fact. Like it's not, it's not a fake fact. It's not an alternative fact. That's a fact. It was a roaring hit out of the gate because they crushed it. 
they crushed it. They crushed the marketing. They crushed the hype. It was the perfect theme for what they were doing. It's awesome that they're still following it up with all these behind the scenes things. Like there's a lot of things that went right. There's a lot of things that went right. But at the same time, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that it's going to be a runaway hit for everybody in their experience. And that is fine because there will never, ever be a pinball machine that is 100% loved by everybody. There will never be a 10 out of 10 pinball machine. It won't happen. It won't happen. There's, there's just no way. There's just no way unless somebody puts out one single pin and only one person experiences it ever. And that person is, Hey, 10 out of 10, it, it just won't happen. So, you know, moving forward out of this, I think what I would like to get across to all of you guys is that I respect everybody's opinion. I respect opinions that differ from mine. I respect opinions that are the same. I think pinball is a very hard thing to do. It is not easy to code. It's not easy to design. It's probably not easy to get some of these licenses. It's probably not easy to market it. It's, there's a lot of things that are difficult when it comes to business, especially if you're running businesses in the sense that you're selling millions of dollars of product. That is a difficult thing to do. These aren't, I mean, these aren't super, super small businesses. These are mid tier small business that are getting up there. When you're talking about revenue going over 20 to $30 million, you're getting up there a little bit and it's, it's not an easy thing to do. And what I would like to see the industry move towards more is that, you know, I would like people to understand that just because you don't like something doesn't mean that you hate it. We don't have to shit on everything that we don't like. It doesn't have to be that extreme. It doesn't have to be that extreme. You know, there's plenty of TV shows I'm sure you guys can think of that, hey, if it's on and you're sitting down, you might watch an episode or two, but are you going to spend your Friday night binging on previous seasons of it? Maybe, maybe not. Does that mean you hate it? Just because you don't? Like, no, of course not. Of course not. But anyhow, I, I would fully like to say that Guns N' Roses for sure, for sure, full stop, is a hit. For sure is a hit. Is it a hit that I would want to play all the time? No, it's not. And I, you know, I can say that. I can say that. There's, it's the same way. There's plenty of movies out there that are surefire hits that just crush the box office. I watch it one time. I'm good. I'm good. I enjoyed it for what it was. It wasn't the perfect experience, but I still enjoyed it. I got the utility out of it that I needed to, and that's what happened. Anyhow, let's push forward a little bit more. What is really interesting to me right now is that we are seeing, after my last podcast that I did put out, that I talked a little bit about potential issues I could see cropping up. It turned out that there has been some reports of playfield pooling. Now, I cannot really make any type of assessment on it because quite frankly, I don't know much about it. I'm sure you're gonna hear it on other podcasts and people talking about it that know way more on this issue than what I know. All I can really say from a pinball fan standpoint is I hope any issues that are happening out of box that could be happening with a play field or anything else. I hope it's figured out because I would hate to see people that bought the collector's edition or any edition at that rate, but especially the collector's edition and spend 
close to $13,000 an all-in price. For some people, it could be over that. For people that are buying a third party, it could even be higher. But I would hate to see people get their pinball machines after spending that much money on it and it not be as close to perfect as possible out of box. Of course, you're going to have, you know, you're going to have mechanical issues. You're going to have stuff like that. But when you have, you know, I guess the word I'd want to use is superficial issues or any type of issues that deal with the play field in general, that's alarming to me. And I hope it gets fixed. I hope that this is isolated. I really do. And I would just like to see them get that right because I don't want to see anybody put out that amount of scratch and then get a pin and that happens happens because it's not fun it's not fun at all so you know i wonder if that could possibly be why we're why we're kind of seeing you know a slower rollout of getting these pins out obviously you know jersey jack even admitted that they got a lot more orders than what they anticipated there's a lot higher demand which you know, kind of threw me off a little bit, not going to lie, because I figured if you're going in that deep into your marketing in terms of bringing in a professional team, in terms of using straight down the middle for, you know, the featurette, in terms of using Buffalo for a gameplay stream, I mean, using, what was it? Um, I can't even think of the, I can't think of the name, the podcast name, the other podcast where they had the designer going there. I can't, I'm drawing a blank. Was it? Super awesome pinball show. There we go. Okay. I remembered it now. So what I'm getting at is, is that they did this full prong attack to where, you know, they had people going here, they had people going there, they had people going here. So they were obviously, it was well coordinated. It was great. But what struck me as odd, it was almost like they did not anticipate their own success out of the gate. And I, like, I don't know how that happens because I'm not, not inside there. I don't know. I would just have to generally assume. I know whenever we did a product launch, for the various things that I was associated with, we always assumed that it would sell more than we anticipated. We always assumed that because the last thing I'd want to do is undersell. Like I did not want to sell out immediately. I didn't want to do that. And that's for a variety of reasons. And so I'm kind of curious how that played out. Again, I'm not sure if that's related because of manufacturing. I'm not sure if that's related just because they underpriced it. Although I think that they did underprice the CEs just based off judging from demand and the amount that they actually sold, because apparently demand was twice the amount of a, that was available. And, you know, it's just, I mean, it's one of those things that there is a lot of things that come together to make this go. And again, it's not easy. It's not easy getting your manufacturing lined up with a product launch. It's not easy to actually get that product launched efficiently. And it's not easy to get it launched to the extent that you actually do sell a ton of products. I just think moving forward, I think it's a, uh, it's an example that all pinball companies can really look at and really examine that you have to, and especially for anybody that's not Stern, because I feel like Stern in general, they definitely have a grasp on this. They're a manufacturing giant when it comes to pinball, but all other companies though, can take note of this and know, that your manufacturing capabilities definitely keep in mind that whatever you are putting out there marketing wise, that you're making sure that you can meet the demand immediately because otherwise you're going to lose a lot of momentum early on. You're going to lose a lot of momentum and you're going to have a lot of upset people. And there is right now, there's a lot of people that are still wondering when they're going to get their pins, just the same way that there was a lot of people, the whole debacle of people not even knowing 
if they were actually in for a CE when they thought they were in for a CE. Like I would, I would be very unhappy about that. I can't imagine when I think about it in my head, because I'm such a huge Avengers fan. I cannot imagine thinking I'm in on an Avengers pen on a limited edition, collector's edition, ultimate edition, whatever it could be, the top tier edition. I cannot imagine thinking I'm in on that and then waking up the next morning and realizing, wait, holy shit, I don't have access to one. I would not be happy. I would not, I personally would be very upset by that. I'd be jaded by that. Just knowing what I know. And because I've seen people say, well, you know, that's just part of something being limited. That's part of something being difficult to get. And I'm like, you know, yeah, kind of. But at the same time, if you think that you had it and you find out you didn't, it's kind of a, kind of a kick in the stomach. Just is what it is. So hopefully that all gets sorted out in the future moving forward. Hopefully that the people that did order the CEs and were able to get in on one, hopefully that the play fields turn out fine. Hopefully everybody that got the LE that they'll get it quickly or at least in a good time before Christmas time, hopefully, but obviously it, it's not going to happen for a lot of people. And I'm sure more information about that's going to come out. But other than that, that's, I mean, that's pretty much all I got. This is a short and sweet podcast. I think there's new code for Avengers. There's new code for Hot Wheels, but I haven't got a chance to play any of that because I am coming out pretty soon with my review of Avengers early next week. Uh, spoiler alert, and I kind of said this in one of the comments earlier on another video, I am having issues with Avengers right now. And the issue is, is that the VUK during one of the games I was playing, it was game 102. So what I'm doing here with Avengers just to give you guys a little example here is I'm doing a new series to where I'm showing what the play field, what everything looks like after a certain amount of plays, different milestones, like a hundred plays, 250, 500, a thousand, just to kind of show the, the life of a pinball machine that is played hard. Like, you know, I'll nudge the pins, I'll slap it around. I'll, I'll play hard, but I don't set them up super easy either. I have them playing fair, just straight out of factory, a little bit of a tight tilt. And I like to play, play the games hard. And I got to game 100 and everything was great. No issues. Really. I never even had to take off the glass for a stuck ball or anything like that. Game 102 after filming everything and all that ball goes in the VUK in the, um, mystery, right? A vertical up kicker for those scoring at home. It shoots it up and this ball basically goes through this little wire form that sends it on. What would that be geometry wise? Like a 90 degree angle and flips it back to a 180 degree. I, I hope I'm being clear here. Anyways, it shoots it up from the buck and it hits on the right wire form that feeds it back down to the right end lane. Well, as soon as it did that, and I have it turned down too, as soon as it did that, all of a sudden it, I just heard a loud snap like a just like a little diamond that's a pop it was it was a snap guys i heard a snap and then all of a sudden i realized the ball's not coming quick down the wire form and so it took me a few to figure out what happened and i didn't flip away i just let it drain immediately and i looked i'm like what is going on and come to find out the wire form that leads back to the right in lane had broke off its base so it's basically just setting three or four inches straight up and the wire forms just kind of hanging there. And I'm like, oh, 
I, I don't know how that happened. I haven't even taken off the glass to look at it yet. I just, I immediately contacted Zach and of course him being an awesome distributor, legitimately in less than a minute, I, he was already on it. So, I mean, that's awesome. So for anybody out there, here we go. Shameless plug for the uh, podcast and channel sponsor. Flip now pinball right there. If you got an issue and you contact Zach, he will take care of it as quickly as humanly possible. Like he's, he's always done that. And so hopefully I get this new part in pretty soon. Otherwise I cannot play the game right now, but overall my experience is, is pretty enjoyable on it. Uh, I won't lie. It's, it's a lot of fun. I have fun shooting it. And so I'll come out with a, with a review, probably on my next podcast sometime early next week. And I got a few videos in the works that I have filmed. I just need to get them edited, get them put together and we'll be doing all that. But other than that though, guys, that's about all I have right now. Let me know in the comments, what you guys think about guns and roses for those that have played it. Like I'm curious, cause I really want to know what people think about it, their first impression of it when they've got a chance to play it. What do you guys enjoy about the game? That's what I want to hear. I want to hear what people enjoy about the game. Other than that, you guys have an awesome weekend. Enjoy the weather. If it's nice where you're at, if it's freezing cold, bundle up, stay safe. Other than that, I'll talk to you guys later. Later, guys.